Keen on backing a winner tomorrow, you've come to the right place. It's now time for the punters panel on Racing HQ. Let's go, fellas. Let's go. Thank you very much, Laurie Daly. Welcome to the punters panel for another week. Of course, Sydney is the focus. In the next 50 minutes or so, we look at Rose Hill Gardens. We read out some of your text messages and answer any questions you have about this card. Uh, 0419 is the number. Um, or you can give us a call if you like. 13 Phone lines are open. You can give us a call if you like. Nick Burney, Chris Roots, uh, join me for the punters panel. Nick, I'll say good morning to you firstly, mate. Um, I know you've been into this card all week uh, with form line appearances, etc. How did you find it? Yeah, good morning, Luke, Chris, and everyone listening on in. Yeah, it's good to be back at Rose Hill. I thought there was a, probably a few tricky races, but probably three or four races I'm quite keen to bet into. So to start off with, anyway, early doors. But all in all, um, summer, summer meeting, and um, I think the track's going to play really well, and just good to be back at Rose Hill. Yeah, absolutely, mate. We had a shower of rain come across Sydney this morning. Uh, the forecast for the Parramatta area tomorrow, though, is sunny and a top of 32 degrees, so uh, pretty much picture perfect as far as uh, racing conditions go. Chris Roots, good morning. Morning. Um, morning, Luke, and, and morning, Nick. It's, um, it's uh, one of those meetings that, you know, it supports the <coughs> Magic Millions, and we, we'll, um, we'll get to see a couple of nice horses there, Boston Rocks, and I think Penthouse might be a one to look forward to, even though it's in a, in a highway. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Uh, a few texts about uh, our multi this morning. Will there be one? Uh, unfortunately, the answer is no. But I am dead set applying pressure uh, for its return. So, guys, um, it won't be far away. If it's not next week, um, two weeks is a moral uh, for the Punters Panel multi and also the Behind the Gates multis to come back because, um, yep, we've missed doing them. They're a lot of fun. I know you guys enjoy taking them every week. So we'll certainly let you know when they're back. But uh, unfortunately, not today. Nick, any thoughts on how the track might play? You, you think pretty fair? Yeah, I think pretty fair. Um, just going back at Rose Hill, um, but rallying the true, like there was a lot of probably chat to say it was on pace throughout um, and in, up and in. But looking back at it a bit in a bit more depth, I thought um, it played really well and it's had the Renault as well. So if anything, I'm, I'm definitely going in there tomorrow with the rallying the true. It's going to play even. Uh, as you said, though, he's 32 degrees, so it might get quite firm there late in the day. But all in all, definitely I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to play even. Guys, the feature race at the weekend is this January Cup, and it's race number seven on the program. We see 270 Naval College. He's just starting to soften up in the market. I think I saw 250 yesterday, which was a little bit tight, but a good opportunity for apprentice Jet Stanley. He knows this horse. He rides him at the 53. Chris, uh, which way do you go here? Yeah, well, I've gone with what was what's the experience and the veteran star in Nuncy. So I just think it's run the Summer Cup was um, top class. It, I know it has to give way to these progressive sales down the way. And you can make a case for Naval College and Touristic both both to be closer. Touristic gets the blinkers. But um, just Nutsis doesn't win out of turn, but you know what you're going to get from him. And I think every other horse in this race is looking to Nutsis to find out where they fit into maybe a autumn campaign. And I think he can just get the job done. What about you, Nick? Uh, I really like Naval College there tomorrow. I do agree the 6-4, 250 yesterday was, was very well found. I think it will trade better. Um, I, but I thought he was the better of the day. You know, come back, uh, come back second Australian preparation. I think he's just gone to a new level. I know he had every chance there last start, but he just was always in control. I really liked how he responded under pressure and just breaking down his splits, what he did there late. 
Um, just said to me, you can only step off that effort. You have to remember he was only second up there, so third up and he can step again um, with no weight, good gait, um, very consistent type. I think we'll get closer to three dollars, and I think it's, I think it's a really good bet. Okay, uh, so Nick Keen there. Um, I think it's. Is there pace in numbers here, mate? Uh, what does it look like as far as the map goes? It, it appears that Baby Rider pops out, takes the front, and Naval College just tags him, and there's not much else doing. Yeah, that's exactly how I saw it. Um, Baby Rider just rolls forward, and Naval College can if just stalk it wherever it goes. Look, they might want to press the button on Lord Ardmore. That was the only one I was coming up yeah. with from the wide gate or um, Riazan. Um, if I've pronounced it, I've probably pronounced that wrong but look there doesn't look to be any speed and he's the one with the turn of foot naval college with no weight so that's why um the map was another big plus to to why i like the bet chris you'd be flat we still haven't got the multi back up and running wouldn't you yeah it'd be good to have it back i think um you know even my mates they ring up when's the multi back so you know <laughs> uh, um it's 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 something that can give you a little boost at the end of the Definitely. day if you know if you had a bad day a listener just alerting me to the fact that the Big Sports Breakfast had one this morning and, and we can't get one. Come on, Marlo, letting the wow. team down here. I, I agree. Um, I wasn't aware of this. Uh, no pull there, Luke. Another listener suggesting. I think you're right, but bet, guess what, guys? When D Stanley comes back next week, I bet you, I bet you the multi will return. He's got the pull around here, DS. He dead said has more pull than me, so hopefully he's we'll been swanning around the Gold Coast like he owns the joint. Luke, you'd be glad to know him. He might come back with white shoes and gold chains. What about he doesn't muck around? <laughs> he gets all the big names: Magnia, Jerry Harvey, etc. He, he's got them all on the ideas. Cool, good chat, Ruta. <laughs> <laughs> um, this text too, just in, in regards to the Gold Coast. Luke just bought a share in my first racehorse. A cult by So You Think to be trained by Danny O'Brien. Being a novice, how do you think cults stack up? Regards, nervous owner. Well, I tell you what, you, um, I think you, you, you've got the right pedigree there uh, by Super Size So You Think, and you're in the right stable with Danny O'Brien. Um, if you need a bloodstock manager, um, let me know. Um, I can help out. But uh, I tell you what, Chris, uh, the So You Think, that's a good start. That's a good way to start your ownership career, I reckon, with one of his progeny. Yeah, it's, um, you know, you, you, once you dip your toe in, you sort of keep going, I think, and that's the that's the big thing. We'll see. Um, he'll have a, a year, year to wait now and hopefully be back in the Gold Coast in, next year or maybe a couple of years down the track, for, so you think, in, a th- in the three-year-old games. Yeah, good luck to you. Um, I wish you well with that purchase. Uh, guys, we go to race eight next in Carbling. He's $2.90 here with that 52 and a half on his back. And, Nick, I've been chatting about this a little bit this week. I feel that off-season racing where the spread between the best and the worst horse isn't as, a, you know, it isn't enormous. Uh, I really think these light-weighted horses have a, a big advantage. Yeah, that's, I couldn't agree more, Luke. And um, that's pretty much how I lent this race. I'm with the two bottom weights, um, with Kabling. Um, it's the one that's just rock-hard fit. It's got the fitness edge on a few of these here that are going to resume and probably have uh, bigger targets down the down the line and probably over more ground. He gets in with no weight, as we said, just the perfect map, racing consistently. I thought um, was a really good effort there up in Durban in the buffering in a, in a strong race of a 42 break. So all he has to do is repeat that effort from a soft draw and I think he's going to be really hard to beat. And um, Estadio Mastala is the interesting one now with Joe Pride. Pulled a trolled up 
quite well. Um, has been a bit of a keen goer in the past, but you know he just came back under Chad Schofield the other day, hit the line strongly, and I think they'll press the button there on Saturday. Uh, listening to Joe Pryder reading an article there on Racing New South Wales the other day. So, um, but on that, I think the Bling's probably the obvious one. I think it'll be hard to beat. Just a good betting profile with it. Chris, you got yeah, read he, he, he looks he looks the one, doesn't he? he he's um he he's come through the grades. He's now got to got to basically open grade. He's a benchmark 100, and um where whether he, where he's reached his mark yet, but this doesn't look an overly um, hard race. And I think the the ones up the top are weighted right up to their best. You you look at you you call it your Oscar Zulus, and they might need a need a run or two. The Cuban Royale could run a race. Um, Noted that they've taken the claim on on him, just put him back midfield, and you know that he'll be hitting the line. He has a habit of winning at good odds, so I might have. I'll be. He'll definitely be going in the quaddy, but cabling on top, you know, there's not much that can go wrong when you've got barrier four and you're just going to posse up. What? What? Are, just a quick one. What do we do with Zoo Tiger? Uh, I found it hardest horse to assess in the whole meeting for me personally. I thought guys. it was very disappointing first up, didn't you? And, and I just want to see him do it now. Like he's had a had a throat operation, and it's um it's a it, he could come out and just blow him away, and you go well yeah. we should have been on him. But you know it's sort of a horse you want to see do it. Like sometimes he's always been thereabouts at the top of his generation. But um, uh, where does he go from here? He did have poor post-race recovery there at Canterbury, and it says he bled, so it must have only been yeah. one nostril um, because if it was two nostrils, he would have been had a ban imposed on him. So, yeah, look, he he had an excuse, but, gee, he's got a, a bit of a ladder to climb. That was his longest beaten margin in his career. Yes, it came with an excuse, but, uh, yeah, I'm with you, Nick. I think he just needs to he just needs to find his best, doesn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. But yeah, obviously the excuse is there. But if he gets back to that Group One placing, he's going to be hard to hold out. But as Chris said, I have to see him do it before I charge back into him. Now, guys, I've got breaking and exciting news. You ready for this? You ready, listeners? The multi's open. The multi's, open. <laughs> multi's back, boys. Our man is listening. Oh. Uh, good morning to Dicko. He um, he's made contact. He's had a good freshen up. And he said, boys, I'm just raring to go. I've, I'm hearing the listeners. I'm hearing the want, and I want to answer the call. He's a, a man of the people, our dicko. So let's build it right now. Um, we'll have four legs, one each for us. And listeners, text me now. First horse Beautiful. in, first horse in will go in the multi, and we'll release it soon. So we'll talk about one more race, guys. Um, have a little think about what horse you want. And we'll build it. We'll build a four-legger, and Dicko will create it, and we'll release it at the end of the show. So how good's that, boys? Uh, Dicko just producing. Ruder, he's back. He's back, and um, he's probably thinking, well, with with um, with only three of us here, he might be able to might be able to get some get the first first bit of the money for the year into the <laughs> into the coffers. That just uh, excites you, Nick, of a Friday. The multi's back. Yeah, right? absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Pep in the step. Thank you to Dicko. I'm, I'm pumped to get the tab app up and I'll be having something on it for sure. Uh, that's good. Uh, the, the people have spoken. Absolutely, mate. Now, listeners can be a part of it. Text the show now, guys, 0419-767-272. Let us know who you want in and we'll produce a four-legger. Um, so how good's that? Uh, we'll talk about race one, guys, because I want to know, he's rough here, number one contributing factor, but he's back to a midway. Um 
is he gone, Nick, or could he re- reinvigorate himself? Uh, because this is the the easiest race he's been in for a while. Yeah, funny you say that, Luke. I, I tossed and turned to put this horse on top. Um, got him second pick contributing factor. Because, as you said, if you look at his old form, he would just win this with ease. He's got provincial midway championship form. There's a couple of gear changes that go on him now. And uh, he's obviously down in grade. Good map. Gets the claim. And, look, the $34 is probably a little bit rude. So, if you're going to play in this race, I think he's easily the bet. Um with that said, Gemarai Beach I did put on top purely for the fact is just maps to get complete control of this race. Um, it's racing really well. And uh, as you see, Luke, he's been going really well at Canterbury as well. I just don't think he stayed out the 1,800 metres the other day there up in Queensland. So back to the 1,500 metres road still, he'll be hard to catch. But if you're going to back him, you have to have something on contributing factor as well, I think, um, just with that old form lines. Yeah, it- uh, spoke to Will Friedman earlier in the week, and he just said he, he just said we learnt something there on the Gold Coast. He doesn't stay. So back to back to a mile or fifteen hundred metres, that long run down the back. It's it's, it's not the toughest toughest fifteen hundred metres you'll ever have to run. And like you said, he gets control. Gemini Beach. It's going to be very hard to beat. I'm going for the progressive one. Guillotine that's come through. It's won twice twice at the provincials. Comes to town. Finds a nice race. I don't think this is the uh, the best uh, the best midway I've ever seen. And you know, been following Poseidon Royal. I could have something on it, but um, the gelatine on top. Just just thinking that it, it might be a progressive three-year-old that gets can get right through the grades. Boys, the first horse locked in for the multi is Carbling. Multiple texts on the text line here about him, so I'll knock up this text to Dicko, and he will be in. Um, Thanks to uh, our listeners for texting in. Um, he got multiple votes, and he was the first horse offered up. So race eight, number eight, Carbling, will be one leg. Chris Roots, have you got a, a leg in mind, a horse that you might like to include in this week's and the return of the Punters Panel Multi? Yeah, well, let's 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 start off by going a bit of value in the, the first one for the year. I'm going to put in so good, so cool in race nine. Um, oh, really? You've stolen it. <laughs> really? You both have. I was going to put... Yeah, I was going to put that on top him as well. Too, too fast. Years of yeah. a $19 chance. Haven't you blokes learnt? <laughs> never, it never works. You put these ruffies in Ruder and... Well, you look, you, look at, you look at what he did last week. He just never... He would have done more on a track gallop. And his, his first up run was really good behind time to boogie. And I just think he's going to get... If, if he gets any any luck at all, he's going to run into a placing, and he's a real winning chance at nineteen dollars. I think he's, I think he's he he gets gets the style of race he needs. He just needs a little bit of luck in the straight, and you know, at nineteen dollars, he is a bet all right day. Right, I mean, you ruin the moment of the multi returning going for a rougher. You wait, the listeners will be howling. Uh, they just want to collect. But well, uh, both of us were on it, so what, what do you? <laughs> no, what, no. I, yeah. I, to be honest, I'm only staring. I, I love it. I love the tip. I think um, I think that's good, mate. Um, so all right, it's in. I'll I'll opt up. Uh, Testator Solens, race ten, number two. What about you, Bernie? Yeah, I'll go week. Um, I'll go Naval College race seven, number twelve. Think of be very hard to not run top four, but I'm I'm with Ruder. I wanted I was going to choose that horse. I think it is a cracking bet. Uh, so good, so cool. Beautiful, mate. I'll text that off to Dicko right now. Uh, that's sent, and he'll build that, and we'll let you know when it's open uh, to get on. So the punters panel multi this week will be race seven, number twelve, Naval College. Race eight, number eight, Carbling. Race nine, number three, so good, so cool. 
and race 10, number two, test at Tor Solens. Let's unpack this ninth race a bit more, guys, because I'm interested in what you've found here. We've got a short price favourite in the shape of number eight, Boston Rocks, and uh, Doyle's given him a few weeks uh, between runs. He's nearly a month between runs uh, since he won there at Randwick first up. He's $2.30, and the horse you guys both touched on, so good, so cool for Sarah Ryan, a, a, a stable that uh, I think we should all follow in uh, 2023. Chris, just to elaborate a bit more on your thoughts here uh, and this race as a whole, tell us what you think about the favourite too, because he's a progressive horse. Um, I've got no knock on the favourite. I think he, he he's a he's a good horse on the rise, but at the price, you, you're sort of being asked to take a good a good horse's price, and he'll get he'll get all his he'll get all the um he'll get all the favours and look to winner. But I just think in the end, um. A lot of times with with horses like this, it's taking the value, and I, I don't think this horse should be double figures. I think it should be pretty pretty much hard in the market. I think it's it's going really well. I think it's got a it, it's still on the way up, and I think you know um, Sarah Ryan's a brilliant horsewoman, and she wouldn't be backing it up mm. well, unless it was may as well um, back it up, hey, because didn't have a hard run. Um, clearly, yeah. he's pulled up well. Six again, Nick. Six again. Yeah, six again. And if you do look at his first up run, he had the pace and bias against. And he ran the fastest last 600 of the meeting bit, running third to time to boogie. Then, as you said, seven days ago, he just got into that awkward spot, which he can do. He can be a little bit slow out. But he actually ran the second fastest forward of the two, and then was just completely halted and had no luck over that final 200 metres. I like the backup. He's down in grade, coming out of a high-pressure race. I agree with Chris. I think he was more an $8, $9 chance, and we're getting $19, or, yeah, around $19 to find out. So happy to back him. I'm getting involved in this race. I'm going to back the Union Army as well um, at the price. I just think third up, ready to peak. There was too much between him and Boston Rocks, and I couldn't agree more. No knock on Boston Rocks at all. It was just a wizard 5 to 4 $2.20. Um, just a bit short for me. Look, it maps to get every chance. It's a bit of a bomb-proof horse, but... Um, when the value presents, I'm, I'm keen to bet, and I'm going to have Union Army and So Good, So Cool as results. I like it, boys. Um, so, So Good, So Cool, number three, suggested by Chris and Nick as a, a good play there. Nick will also be backing Union Army. We'll take the traffic, guys, when we come back. More of the Punters panel. On Sky Sports Radio, the traffic report. Jack's Cafe, with $2 medium coffees and $3 medium ice drinks available all day. On app only and pick up at Hungry Jack's. Sydney, Kemp's Creek, a crash. Memory Road is closed in both directions between Elizabeth Drive and Baker's Lane. Dean Park, a van is broken down. M7 eastbound approaching Richmond Road. And Brisbane, Riverside Expressway still carrying a lot of traffic inbound. Need to entertain the kids these school holidays? Escape to the movies with Migration. The funny and heartwarming adventure the whole family will enjoy. Migration, only in cinemas now. I'm Ian Wallace. That's traffic on Sky Sports Radio. At TAB, we're on for a mammoth racing offer. Bet fixed odds on the Magic Millions two-year-old classic at the Gold Coast this Saturday. And if your horse doesn't win but runs in the top ten, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's right, we've got you covered from second to tenth this Saturday in the Magic Millions. Tab. We're on. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's at website. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. 
Racing HQ, brought to you by Bet's Friends on the Tab app. Follow the Racing HQ Bet's Friends team for all the team's tips. What are you really gambling with? Welcome back to the show. It is the Punters Panel, and you're with Nick Burney and Chris Roots. My name's Luke Marlowe. Good to have your company. And uh, just a query about Boston Rocks uh, from a listener in Race 9. Why was it scratched last week? I'm pretty sure Nathan Doyle just wanted him to have an extra week. Uh, just to keep him nice and fresh, and uh, this looked a nice option for the horse as well, so that would be why there. Uh, we discuss next on the punters panel, race number four on the card this weekend at Rose Hill Gardens. It's a benchmark 72, 1,300 metres, and interested to see if Gallant Star, Chris, can make the leap from highway grade. He's a, a nice horse. I think he's a country champions horse, uh, country championships horse for sure, and excited to see what he can do here. Yeah, um, he's... He was very impressive first up, even though it was highway grade. He, he, he just when Sam let him down, he just just extended like a really nice horse. Now, the 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 stuff, the task for Brett Robs to get him to Canamble for the for the heat. So he's just got to work out what's the best way to get him there. And um, this is the next step. He, he can he, he's got got a couple of races to win, even even to get get to the series. So um, why not try him at a benchmark? Quality, and I think he, he he might be even better than this. I think he's a definitely open class galloper, and we might be talking about him in better races later in the year as well. So I think he's a, a quality horse, and I I think he's you're going to get a you probably get a premium on the price because he's a country galloper going up against the city 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 trainers. What about you, Nick? Yeah. Um... In race four, just on Gallant Star, I thought that was a really good win there last start. Gets the good barrier change, but this is one of the other betting races I'm keen to get stuck into. I, I want to be with Infancy. I didn't get the 750 they went up. That would have been nice, but just a much improved effort there last start. Just had no luck and once got out, really hit the line well. So it just looks to peak now, third up, no weight. Expecting to be a little bit more positive, um, be right there in the in the striking line and on the turn. But you look at that race as well, rated really well against the day. Accredited's come out and won. Chili, Philly, Chili Philly's place, Spring Lee's place. So can definitely trust that form line. So happy to be with Infancy. And also want to have something on Chartwell. I think it's about $16, $15, $16. And just finally now it gets out to the 1,300 metres on a bigger track, soft draw, and is that improving type that just might be a little bit progressive. So happy to find out around the $15, $16 mark there as well. All right, that's race number four. Um, Fire tried that last start made. Winner, I see the second horse, Hanau, bolted in yesterday there at Newcastle. Um, does it fit anywhere for you, Chris? Uh, I know, just to elaborate on that horse, uh, he's a three-year-old by contributor. Can he make the next step? Yeah, he's, he, he's an interesting one because he, he's another one coming through the ground. I just I just find find him hard to place in this race. I, I, I chucked him dazzling legend. That's a legend, I thought. He was okay last time behind Sydney Bowler, like. Um, but I just think Gallant Star is the one to beat. So you know, you you look at it, you look at it and you go. Um, I think they will bet a silly price this horse just because it's it's not a city horse and it's up in the weights. So I think you'll I think you might get get a, a good price closer to the closer to the race, and I think you'll be collecting. Mm. That's the fourth race on the card. Um... Let's talk about the highway, guys. There's two of them this week. Uh, race two, firstly, the Class 1, 1100 metres, and I think Life's a Party um, has been flying. 
Uh, obviously getting a little bit deep preparation now, but has that gallant star form line. So Nick says she comes out and wins well here in race two. Um, I guess that upgrades uh, the form of gallant star for a bit later in the program, doesn't it? Yeah, without a doubt. And I did forgot to mention that gallant star um, race was one of the better highways of rated in some time. So you definitely trust the form. And that's why I want to yeah. be with Life's the Party as well. Um, look, she did have every chance, but she tried really hard in defeat there. There was a nice margin to third. Um, the tongue tie went on two back where she won well at Bathurst. Um, look, she only has to repeat what she did there last start. Um, she is deep now into preparation, but she's just been so consistent all, all the way through. So at $4 from a tricky draw, I understand that. But just coming through that strong rating race, that's a very solid highway. I'm happy to be with her um, on top for sure. Yeah, and I think um, highway form in highways is one of the better better ways to play them because you know they've done the trip, they've done they've been there before, and you know horses that um, consistently run well in highways tend to get finally find their their right one. So um, no, not going to lose the party, but I think Extravagant Lad might be a nice horse on the way up. I, um, Scott Collins here always has has his horses ready to go fresh, and I just think this bloke, he, 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 I know he's got the top weight, but it could be. It could be. A, it looks a real target race for him, and just to kick off a preparation that I could see ending in a maybe a country championship heat or something like that. Yeah, interesting. Uh, what about the narrow winner on debut? I'm a steel. Um, does he fit in anywhere, Nick or she? The filly by Real Steel. Yeah, very impressive debut. Um, look, started uh, short a dollar seventy there. I think she's still learning. Can only come on from that race experience. It's a big ass, obviously, to go from a heavy track maiden grade to come straight to town, albeit yes, highway grade, and um, to do it in your second start. But look, she looks to have a lot of ability there. There was good merit on the clock. Um, I put her in for second pick. Um, just, just with life's a party, just that more seasoned highway performer. So, but she's definitely one on the up that I actually want to follow next prep. I think she's only going to keep improving. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I think she's got a future. Um, like you said, big jump, but stable flying. And uh, she certainly deserves a go in town. You mentioned you were keen on races in the first half of the card, Nick. We've spoken about races one and two. What other races early uh, did you like? Uh, probably it was race four that I really liked to, to bet into. But um, yep. just on the other highway, I, I did find it hard to get away from Penthouse. Um Picks itself with the Rose Hill 1100 metre profile. And you go back to its last preparation, it started $9 in the Denise's Joy, so a listed race. Um, and here it is turning up in a highway. It's, they might bet black odds. So um, I know that sometimes you can be a bit fraught with danger uh, diving in at the short odds in highways, but she looks a real um, one that's going to be very hard to beat, what I should say. Um, so I think, the, I think the evens, if you get it, is a fair enough bet. Yeah, I think um, Matty Dale's just done the gone back to what worked last preparation. He he put Hannah Williams on. He had a trial. The only difference is she had the outside barrier at Hawkesbury, and she gets the inside here. She'll she'll jump lead, and I don't think they'll see which way she goes. I think a dollar ninety. If you get black odds, it's an absolute luxury and could be used to um, bolster some multis if people are looking that way. JLW, Chris. What's that mean, Luke? Oh, you don't, you're not familiar with the term, great man. Let me educate you. Jump, lead, win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, uh, that'll be, that, that, that will just about sum it up. Yeah, it's a Flindellism. 
Um, he's, he's been coining that. Is it catching on yet, Nick? Clearly not. Ruder has uh, missed the boat here. Yeah, no, that's, uh, I might put it, start putting in my acronyms. Just might just add that one somewhere, JLW. And I quite like it. It's, um, it's a good one. It's a good one. And I, I like the theory there as well. So I think the Rosewood 1100 penthouse JLW, um, I think a lot of punters, especially as Chris said, with the multis as, as well, will be, will be cheering that home. Mm. She's never raced at Rose Hill. I think it's a track that'll suit this mare, considering her natural speed. Yeah, I think she's a. I think she's a. She's a two-time. You know, you don't get two-time black-type placed horses running in highways no. too too long, often. I don't think many horses have won three highways, and there'll be if she does, it'll be a third highway, and you can only really win four if you won won one as a maiden. So the way the the system works with the money being up to class three, so it shows you that Maddie Dale's been pretty prudent with where he selected and um i think it's almost like a he's probably looking at it as as a second trial like to get get her ready for something bigger down the track Gee, it just hacked up in that trial too didn't it i mean and we get a little tease to the form out of it uh with extravagant lad running in the race before obviously trial form it it means something guys um and he's off 500 days so he'll he'll most likely improve extravagant lad but yeah, she just showed that she hasn't lost any of that natural speed as a four-year-old uh, for mine in that trial, just doing it so easy, uh, nice clean action, and she'd be fully mature as well. I know uh, Dale's trained a few for Love Racing, and uh, they've had good success, uh, particularly with juveniles. Uh, there was one filly that, um, what was her name? Uh, she was a flashy chestnut with a baldy face that they had together, and uh, she won a few races um, and was unlucky to not win a black type race as a juvenile as well. It'll come to me. But uh, that's she was, the, this horse is um uh, is pretty woman. It's, it's pretty lightly run yeah. for a four-year-old mare. This mm. horse, and that's um. But talking to Matt, he just said, "Look, every time there's there, she's had a niggle, we just stopped and and waited." So obviously, he he has a good opinion of her to be that patient, and you know, we get to to her four-year-old year, and she can. She can hopefully knock off another highway, and we can be talking about her later in the spring. Maybe take on some of the better fillies and mares in 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 those early early sprints. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I, I um just feel like that it wouldn't surprise me though if there's a little bit of backing for Syrian Star because he can actually line them up um in the from that Denise's Joy, and they had similar beaten margins. And Syrian Star receives a five and a half kilo swing off that. Uh, bid SP sixty one dollars, penthouse nine dollars. So. It wouldn't surprise me if that's probably the one that could firm, um, but they look the two clear standouts for me. But yeah, penouts very hard to beat. You'll be giving up a big, a big, big start steering. Yeah, start the big start. Back and yeah. and and I think she's probably better over six to seven furlongs. So um, I'll be looking for her later in the prep. I know she hasn't run one yet for a while, but she's she she's a nice she she's a horse that should win a highway. Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree. Um, it's uh, I'm just looking at the breeding here. Penthouse, she's under out of um, undoubted pleasure, and that horse I mentioned. Funnily enough, I thought, gee, there's a lot of similarities with these two. Well, they're um, they're half sisters. Um, pretty woman's out of undoubted pleasure as well. So um, they look the same, and uh, they're related. Oh, I'm just reading here a three quarter, a three quarter sister uh, to Pretty Woman is Penthouse. So that makes a bit of sense, guys. Uh, certainly, uh, that's why it would have sprung into my head. The, they look the same, and I think Penthouse is probably a bit better. But uh, it looks like she's gone off to be a mum too. That pretty woman, uh, she's listed on Racing Australia as a breeder. 
So, um, yep, she might be able to throw a fast one. Uh, I have no doubt about that. A listener just wanted to comment on Demitas in uh, race number four. Uh, looking for it. It's currently a $21 chance third up here. Nick, um, any thoughts on whether it can measure up in this race? Yeah, I can understand why the listener might want to find it because it's coming out of a, that very strong Boston Rocks race. Um, so high-pressure race coming through. it. Break-between runs isn't a concern. It's raced well off a of break-between runs. And I think getting out now to the 1,300 metres is the big tick from the soft gate. So um, if you can have, I can understand why someone might want to have something on there at the odds. Um, I just learned a little bit different that way with infancy and Chartwell, but it's an improving type coming out of a strong race um, with a good gate at odds. Can see, I understand why the listener could, you could have something on it. It could be another one that you're, you're looking towards these um, these country championship seats. You know, it's it's very interesting to watch the horses that come to town and who. who around this time of year because they get they can come and get a bit of hard racing and uh, and conditioning for 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 what is grand final day the the heat of the country championships what about kitty chat in race five guys um she jumps from a uh, canterbury three-year-old maiden restricted to fillies to saturday metropolitan grade um i think it's got to be a bit soft uh already just getting out a, a fraction but yeah, look, uh, those those off-season three-year-old fillies races, uh, despite being sort of metropolitan level, you, you never really know how, how strong they are, Nick, uh, at the time. And even though I think she can certainly burn the candles at both ends, uh, just from the wide draw, I, she, put it this way, she's not a favourite I want to charge into, um, even though I think she can definitely win. How, how did you read it? Yeah, I agree. It's a pretty easy one, I think, for the bookies to get out of the day, um, Look, coming from maiden grade straight to town from the widest gate. And I, looking at how I looked at the speed map, I don't think she has the speed to cross um, the horses like either or. And um, there's, there's a lot of speed in this race kicking up from the inside. So she could be posted wide throughout, um, especially around Rose Hill, the 1,200 metres. But look, I think she's an improving type. She's got that Jolly Star form line from the first prep, which obviously went on to win the 1,000 guineas Jolly Star. And, she did run very good time, um, good back end on the clock there at Canterbury. But I also think she'll be better on the dry ground. But just purely for me, it was just all about the price. Like she's the improving one, but I couldn't dive into the, the early $3.20. I just stuck with either or. Um, I actually found this race the hardest on the, the entire day, but I, I stuck with either or. It's the last start winner. I think she has the speed to cross. She's drawn inside Kitty Chat. Um, I think she can give you a really big kick and, I like, she just maintained that strong finishing speed to the line uh, last there on first up, and I think she can only bounce off that effort in what is a very tricky race. Lots of speed coming from inside and out. I don't want to get too involved in, but either on top and Kitty Chat, I think we'll get out on the day. I think it gets out, but when you mentioned the jolly, ran second the Jolly Star, Arctic Climber ran third, so it's, it's not a bad little form race that to come it's out hot, of. Isn't it? Yeah, but um, you've got to. I mean, that's two-year-old form too, Chris. Like. Yes, yeah, but I think yeah. I, 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 I won't say say find that good horses find good horses early in their careers. Mm. Uh, just you know, they seem to just run into each other, and you know, you can can trust the trust that form when when there's a couple of good ones in there. You can usually trust that form that you have to be pretty good to be keeping up with horses like that. So, the the win at Canterbury was good. I think Nick's um, Nick's points about whether she gets across is the big thing. Where 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 they where if she gets posted three wide, well, it's you know you wouldn't want to be you wouldn't want to be on her. 
I think Bubba's Bay can ride a, run a race here. It always takes one or two runs to find its form. I thought it was okay first up. It'll um it'll run it it'll be running on, but mm. you know overall it'll be in front and making its own luck. So, well, like a, like Nick said, it's a tough race to sort of bet into, and a few angles there, and you know it'll be interesting to see the move if there's a move for Kitty Chap because there might be be some who just think it can if it can get across and lead or be outside the lead, that sort of justifies the price, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, it's got everything in the substance to take the step to win this, without a doubt, um, Kitty Chat. Um, just off its, off its first, um, that first up rating, like it can definitely bounce. It's got the platform, but um, it was just, yeah, it just came down to price for me and, and just the map query. I just, at $3.20, there's plenty of other bets I could have. It's a long way from a maiden to running on a Saturday against this sort of deal with proven sprinters who, who you know are going to run along. It's a bit, it's a big jump, but she might just be a, a really handy a handy filly as well. Mm. And guys, oppose going Adrian at your own risk too. Uh, gee, their horses, um, they, they are hard to get past and very hard to beat. Um, what we'll do now is we'll open the multi. Uh, Dicko is listening. Uh, good morning to you again, mate. Thanks for your help with this this morning. Uh, certainly we appreciate it, and I know the listeners do, and they're excited uh, to be taking it again. So the punters panel multi uh, will be open very shortly. You know where to go, guys. Uh, if you're on the browser, uh, on the tab.com.au website, you go to Menu, click on Sports, uh, and you'll find it under Today's Offers. Uh, that's where it will always be and is. Um, same if you're using the app. Just click on that soccer ball down the bottom of the page, find Today's Office Offers, or there's an even easier way uh, you can search it. And when it is active and, and open, you can simply do this. Uh, you can open up the Tab app. You can see that little magnifying glass right next to your balance uh, where you're logged in and you can simply click on that and search punters panel and it'll come up so uh, those are a couple of ways you can do it it will be open very soon Dicko will open it shortly and he'll let me know when it's live so um, hopefully we can start with a bang in the new year and nail it uh, guys we're just about out of time uh, for the Rose Hill preview but looking forward to this card tomorrow uh, have you got a standout bet for the card Chris yeah, I'm going to have something on Nunsies at the price. I think it, I think the price is good enough to have something on. I won't be surprised if Noble College comes out and 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 knocks it off and is a real progressive horse. But just with the experience I've got here on top, I think Gallant Star is definitely a bet. I think it, I think we're going to be talking a lot more about it towards the country championships. And as as Nick Nick and I both found, so good, so cool. Hope the nineteen dollars is still there 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 and uh, there and. Each way all day, we, I think you'll get a result. All right, so Chris Roots, Grace 4, number 2, Gallant Star, and So Good, So Cool. I'll type that in just to give the uh, race a number. Race 9, number 3. And, mate, um, I'm not going to read out Luncey's because I can't believe you're making it your best. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> he, uh, how long since he's won? I mean, I know Lions are always able to do it, and, and Luncey's is always consistent, but, gee, he, he just doesn't win. Yeah, he, he he he's run a, a few placings, but I just think he's. I just think at the price, I think he's in the in a race he can finally win. You know, it's he, it's only been Brisbane last year since he won, so you know we'll just yeah. we'll just see what happens. But um, I think you know you're going to get six dollars, and that's a that's a that's a nice enough price against horses that still have to prove themselves. 
He's race seven, number one, uh, dear old Luncey's. Sorry, mate, I didn't mean that. Uh, Luncey's, if you can hear me out there having a, a feed this morning, I'm not potting you, brother. Um, I'm talking to a horse. I'm going mad. Nick Burney, <laughs> what's your best? We're not sweet here on the Pandas panel. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, um, I'm head-to-head with Chris. I'm 7-12. Um, oh, I think Naval College is the, the progressive one. No way, the perfect map. And um, I think you can bounce off that second up effort. If it does, it'll be... Really hard to beat. And then, I'm, as I said, Rose Hill race nine, um, number three, so good, so cool. I think it's just really good value. And I'm definitely going to back Union Army as well around the 550 mark. So 19s and 550 in a good betting race in the ninth. Love it, guys. The punters panel multi is race seven, number 12, Naval College. And these are to run top four, by the way, guys. I didn't mention that earlier, but top four, um, as always, same as last year. So Naval College, race seven, number 12, race eight, number eight, Car Bling. Race 8, number 8. Race 9, number 3, So Good, So Cool. And race 10, number 2, Testator Solenne. $6 is the price. Um, open it right now, Dicko. Open it right now, mate, if you haven't already. And uh, $25, uh, Max Bet, is uh, the play for the Punters Panel Multi. I'll just search it here, see if it is live yet. Uh, not just yet. It's not live just yet, um, but it will be very shortly. Open it now, Dicko, and uh, we'll get that uh, up and running. Boys, I thank you. Um, last listener question before we go. Uh, winning verse, race five, number three. Uh, Nick from Newcastle wanting to know our thoughts on that horse. Thought it trialled well recently, Nick, uh, in that fifth race. Yeah, trialled really well. Um, actually, on there with Brad, there, Brad Gray last night, he tipped it on top. Um, my only little query was just first up high pressure, 1,200 metres, but um, it's the one that's going to get the stuck run where all these other runners are doing a bit of work. So at the double figure odds, or is it into seven that you said, um, I can see why that listener uh, might want to have something on with just with the, with the map and it's trolled up really well. Mm. Chris, any thoughts? Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's one of those horses that gets to... Gets gets going early in its preparation. I can see how Brad's got it on top. The, the the trial was good, and you know, no knock from me. Yeah, interesting. Um, okay, so those are your thoughts on race number five. And actually, there was there's one more I wanted to uh, ask you about, and we've got to talk about him because I give him a hard time, um, old mate Louisville. Um, but he's a very consistent horse. I wish I owned him. Um, I might buy him. But uh, look, he hasn't won his, in his last three starts, Nick, but he was very good at Canterbury first up. Um, I guess because he's sh- at the short end of the market, punters want them to win all the time, but it's hard to do that when you're a backmarker. Yeah, this this was an interesting race. Um, I liked Grant, Golden Crusader before the scratching, and then I landed on Angel of Light, just looking for something different. I think it's the forgotten horse third up um, with a really nice um, map and no weight as well and it's last start figure can put in the fi- finish but Louisville I couldn't agree more it's just an, another runner that's probably just worn me down a little bit mm. to have on top around the three dollar mark but that miracle spin race is, is a strong is a strong form reference gets barrier one so can settle that little bit closer and then you have a horse like Aristonis who I re- was really keen on it before Christmas and just I don't know what happened to it it just it um it went awful but it's been back to the trial so um, it looked okay at the trial. So a little bit of a wishy-washy race for me, but I think Angel of Light is the value definitely in the race. Yeah, the, I think we've all... I think 90% of punters have been on Louisville at one one time or another, and there might be a couple who have been lucky enough to to get on the right side of him. I think 1,800 helps. He He's a horse that um, can hit a flat spot, but he always seems to be... What's the worst part? He always seems to charge the line late and, and catch your eye, so... Um, I've got him on top. Um, 
whether you can dive in at the the short price is is another thing thing I I can I can see him I can see him going away and winning by two or three or doing what he usually does and getting beaten three quarters of a length and going well we should be on him next time when he gets to two thousand metres. He might ever just suck us in again, Chris. Uh, the flashing light, old Louisville. But uh, yeah, Aristonis, he might might have been waiting for the jumps. Uh, Nick last start, he, he didn't want to let down because he hadn't jumped over a hurdle yet. Uh, of course, he was a hurdler overseas, but vetted no abnormalities. Um, you know, we all yeah, he had to go days. back to the trials after that yeah, too. He and did, trial. mate, he did. Um, so he, he couldn't have, he couldn't have gone any better first up. He he was enormous against the race shape, and then could just, have gone worse which, last up. Just, couldn't have gone worse. What do they say? Forgive one, forgive one bad run, and you know, if you can, if you can bring it in in your heart to do that, so you're getting probably a price, a bigger price than you should be getting. You're a man of forgiveness, aren't you, Ruta? <laughs> yes or no? Yeah, I'm into forgiveness, mate. Yeah, good on you, mate. Well, uh, boys, I wish you luck tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be a good card of racing there at Rose Hill. Um, before we go, anything catch your eye on the Gold Coast, Chris? Um, Everyone's saying King of Sparta is just a moral up there, or the, he'll be carrying half the country by the sound of it. Yeah, he looks he looks a nice bet. He, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how this track plays up here. It's um it's misty again here today, so I don't think we're going to get a good track. But they're running super times last week on the vicious new track. So um, if they can come from the back, I think Park Hall can win the win the Magic Millions. I think I think it's got a sense of timing about it. I think James Cummings is. Uh, he he went Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane. I, I, it's that's a that's a hard hard campaign on a two year old, but I don't think it'd be here if it couldn't win. Stormboy, of course, favourite hasn't done anything wrong, and it'll it'll be on 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 speed and get all the favours. But if they go hard in front, I think Parkour can get over the top of them. Thanks, Chris. Have a good day. Cheers, mate. Bye. Anything for you, Nick, uh, outside Sydney? Uh, I'll stick with Gosford today. Um, oh, yeah, I would. Yeah, a, bit, a few scratchings has probably gone off a little bit this morning, but uh, race five, number 11, full revolution. I'll try and get some money in the kitty before tomorrow. That's um, how I'll play it today. But yeah, up on the Goldie, I haven't done too much. I like Sydney Bowler's win there last start, though, at Rearwick, and happy to follow that horse. Have a good day, mate. Thanks for coming on. You too. Thanks, Luke. There's Nick Burney. That's been the Punters panel. Coming up next, previews of today's racing.